From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Thursday, April 21st. I'm Sarah Reich. The Board of Supervisors went over their budget priorities in a preliminary fiscal review this week, where they learned details about the projected deficit and discussed belt-tightening measures. Interim CEO Darcy Antle summarized the most significant projected shortfalls. Non-department revenue for Budget Unit 1000, we had to cut this 3% to meet the revenue projections for 22-23. This is a 4.3 million reduction that is going out to departments. The health plan deficit currently is 5.7 million. And as you know, there has been a decrease in cannabis tax revenue. The projected deficit in the health plan does not include $2.5 million that have been incurred but not reported. The county got a significant cushion last year from ARPA, the American Rescue Plan Act, a nearly $17 million grant intended to aid those most hard hit by the pandemic. Instead, the board agreed last year to consider using $10 million of the grant to provide county core services and infrastructure, with $1.7 million of it to hire new staff, in the hopes of increasing staff to pre-COVID levels. Almost $1.5 million has already been allocated to vaguely defined support for public health COVID response and another $1.1 million to address negative economic impacts. The fiscal team suggested using further ARPA funds to alleviate the health plan deficit. Supervisor John Haschak expressed some misgivings. The original intent of the ARPA money was to have real community input into the process. And I'm just kind of, it doesn't sit well with me that we haven't done any community outreach with the ARPA funds and how they're going to be spent. Obviously, we're in a time when we need to fix our budget, but um, I think that we should have been um, doing community outreach and seeing how the community wanted to use it because it was meant for COVID relief and everything. Deputy CEO Tim Hallman painted an overall picture that was not encouraging. For the first time in quite some time, we, we are looking at a reduction in actual revenues from year over year. From uh, last year to this year, just in the budgeting alone, we're looking at a $1.4 million decrease. That, of course, does not include any um, increases as far as cost of living or anything else involved there. So even though our costs have gone up, our revenues have gone down. And Deputy CEO Sherry Johnson spoke about the projected $5.7 million deficit in the health plan. Um, We are researching potential plan changes and potential um, increases to premiums. We are projecting at the 5.7, as I want to stress, it is a projection projection that really does base on the end of year claims that will be coming in. This 5.7 also includes the 1.1 million deficit from the prior fiscal year. Hallman elaborated on the projected shortfall in cannabis tax. It is showing close to $4.5 million decrease over what was uh, collected in the 2021 fiscal year. This, of course, is going to have a a, a huge impact to the net county cost and its allocations. We also want to make sure that you note that the Measure AJ was an advisory, and it it stated that uh, at least 50% of that cannabis business tax was to be taken and distributed to uh, mental health services, repair of county roads, and an increase to fire and emergency services. Right now, with it being as unpredictable as it is, and the fact that we have partially had our budget units begin to use that money, it is definitely impacting the general fund across as a whole. Michael Katz, the executive director of the Mendocino Cannabis Alliance, took the opportunity to highlight the contributions of the cannabis industry to the local economy. 
I'm drawn to the information provided in the budget document that shows that, in fact, uh, the cannabis tax for uh, the year 2020 to 2021 wound up coming in at about $6.4 million, which is about 800,000 more than was previously projected. And just goes to show that if you look at the trajectory of the consistent increase in cannabis tax revenue for the county up until this point, that despite the challenges that we've had, our community has continued to contribute more and more to this county and the tiniest footprint imaginable, only 290 acres of licensed cannabis cultivation. And so when we're here talking about the budget and how can we identify items that are revenue generating, it's pretty clear that doing everything in our power to save the existing licensed operators in the cannabis program and enable as many of them to transition to their annuals and to continue moving forward is the best immediate chance that this county has to maintain the revenues that it has come to expect from this community. Patrick Hickey spoke on behalf of SEIU 1021, which represents most of the unionized county workers, to request a big picture view of the budget. From the presentation, we can't determine whether we have a structural deficit or are just experiencing a routine shortfall. There is no mention of the county's general fund reserve. The reserve is specifically for these sorts of situations. How much is currently in the general fund reserve? These funds are supposed to smooth out the dips and bumps along the way. The ARPA monies are not the only funds that the board can access. The board has identified a number of promising sources of ongoing revenue for beefing up property tax and TOT enforcement. The county has a number of unfilled positions that are revenue generators. Filling these should be a top priority. We need to remember that a large part of the county's budget is not covered by the general fund, but comes from other sources. Anto provided more detail on the county's reserve funds. The general fund revenue uh, reserve is at 12 million with our monthly expenses at 18 million per month. And then the overall reserve is close to $20 million. That would include the HHSA and other restricted uses. The budget workshop and the third quarter report will be on May 3rd, with the budget hearings taking place over two days on June 7th and 8th. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.